welcome to Go Break the Ice, where Abby Goulet and Victory Ice talk to cool people. And today on the show, we have Kelly Taylor. Hi, guys. Hi, Kelly. Thanks, and welcome <laughs> to the show. Thank you for having me. Yes, we are very excited about the show today. Yeah, Kelly is one of our great friends. We met around 2016. Um, around the time that I met Victory, if you've been listening since the first episode, uh, Kelly is super cool because she is an awesome mom to her son, Isaac, and soon to be Elliot, and part of the YouTube channel that we mentioned before called Blimey Cow with her husband, Josh. Uh, she is overall just such a great person, fun, welcoming, kind to be around until she destroys you and take it to ride <laughs> very unexpectedly. So Kelly... <laughs> So we are true. so happy to have you on the show. Wow, what a great yes. intro. Thank you. I need to hire you to write all my bios because I never know what to say. That was that was very uh, kind and, and flattering. So thank you. <laughs> well, there you go. It's deserved and earned. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. For sure. The first question is, why do you do what you do? So. What I do is I'm a stay-at-home mom, and um, the reason I do that is because I have a child. So I wouldn't be a stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home mom without that. Um, no, uh, yeah, I. This is a hard question to ask as like a housewife and a stay-at-home mom because it's like, well, what I do sounds kind of boring. Like I keep the laundry going, I keep the household running, I keep track of everybody's schedules, I Such research. Like, yeah, it's a lot, oh, yeah. but it's not like demonstrative <laughs> you know so um yeah I don't know I think what motivates me like something that I try to do in everything I do is to focus on connection more than like productivity and so I don't always get everything on my to-do list done but as long as I feel connected to my family I think that's yeah. okay <laughs> so yeah, one of the reasons why I was excited to talk to you is because uh, like most people know that Abby and I are single, so we're not even married um, and we definitely don't have kids. But I was really excited to kind of hear the perspective of you as a mom and a young mom and then one on the way and just all the different things that are involved in that. So it's just neat to hear your perspective of why why you stay at home. I mean, and all the things yeah. that go into that, because there's so much that people don't realize. I mean, my mom was always a stay at home mom. Um, and people are always asking, what does she do all the time? Yeah. I'm like, you, she never sits down. Like, yeah. she's always doing something. And she ha she keeps a really nice house. And she keeps nice yards and everything. But it's just there's so much that goes into it that people don't even realize. So Yeah, because you're like managing uh, a whole, not only your own life, but also a whole other person's life who doesn't have any context for what needs to be done or why they're feeling the way they are or what they need. And so... Um, it's a lot, but it's really fulfilling. No, that's, that's awesome. super cool. I think that's, <laughs> I think it's like, like you said, yeah, it's one of those kind of things that you're like, oh, I'm just a stay at home mom. But like, there's so much to that. Like, yeah, I think it's an underestimated endeavor. Yeah. And I'm really, I'm really glad and blessed and happy that I get to stay at home and that Josh also works from home. And so I know that's not a situation that a lot of people have the option to do. And so I feel really grateful that um, we're able to do that and make it work and uh, spend so much time together. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. What is one thing that you are passionate about? I'm really passionate about respectful parenting 
finding ways to, even though he's only not even two yet, I think it's really important to model respect instead of just expect it. And so it sometimes is more complicated, but I think it's important to like involve him in decisions when, when I can. And to, um, I don't know, I think it's really easy to just think of kids as, you know, not, not fully formed. And so therefore not, 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 not like people think of this consciously and like, they don't think, yo, you're not deserving of respect because you're a kid. But I think it's easy to just like disregard their preferences and their, their agency and everything, because, you know, a lot of times they don't even know why they prefer or want to do something. And so it's like easy to write it off because it seems um, illogical, but I'm passionate about keeping things respectful and gentle while also keeping the boundaries known and, and that helps him feel safe and stuff. So I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's interesting. That is a really cool thing to be passionate about. Like just, yeah, I don't think that's something I've ever heard before. That's really cool. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I think a big thing we've been thinking about lately, because as Isaac gets older and he becomes more like, like I said, he has more strong preferences and strong feelings and stuff. The topic of discipline is more you know, when he's a baby, you don't really have to discipline too much. You're just like guiding. I think that's important to continue on. Like discipline is not equal to punishment, which I think it can become in some, if you aren't careful, but I don't think punishment is actually very um, effective. I don't know. You look to Jesus and his disciples. He taught Mm -hmm. them through guidance. He disciplined them, Mm -hmm. but he didn't punish them. You know, it wasn't just Mm -hmm. like, Oh, you're doing what you're not doing uh, what you should be doing. So here's a random punishment for that. It's a talking through. It's a I don't know. It's it, it's much more like collaborative. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't know. I feel really strongly about that mm-hmm. in our in raising our kids. So Right. And it's going to continue to develop and grow yeah. the further along, like you said, the older he gets and then bringing a second one mm-hmm. in and having that whole dynamic change. So it's going to be kind of fun and exciting for you guys to figure out all the next steps. And I, I was going to relate this back to uh, my job because we have a really funny, I mean, not funny, but we have a school motto and the motto is be respectful, be responsible and be safe. And so it kind of, you hit almost every single one of those while you were talking. I was like, yeah, this is what we're teaching our kids. So (laughs) yeah, I like that. Yeah. I mean, thinking about even your parallel to the disciples, like that's that's exactly what happened. Like it wasn't, I don't know, whenever Jesus went and like corrected them, it wasn't, yeah, it didn't feel like a punishment. Yeah, it was say. never like it, was, like, it was never shamey. It was, it was honest and it was forthright about what the truth was. Um, but you don't have to disrespect someone or hurt them to um, get your point across. So, yeah. That's really cool. <laughs> I mean, the Bible also says like the Lord disciplines those he loves, which is great because it teaches us that we do need to discipline our children to teach them different things. But yeah, punishment and discipline, like you said, are completely different things. So I think that that uh, that verse is a a reminder too to keep the love in the discipline, like absolutely that that motivates the way you discipline. Yes. And they need it too. I think that is oh, yeah. something that I say. You know, they yeah. need to be disciplined, but yes, with love. Yeah, and- because if if you don't have any sort of discipline, no sort of life guidance, no sort of like holding accountable, like letting your children experience the natural consequences of what 
you know, of their actions. That's mm-hmm. not loving. It feels easier uh, if you want them to like you all the time, but <laughs> right. it's not in the long time, in the long run, you're like doing them a disservice. So there's right. like a, 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 a balancing act of learning how, you know, that's something we're still obviously learning and we'll yeah, always yeah. continue to learn is like a balancing act of communicating the importance of importance of that and also not veering into punishment so it's like yeah anyway. so you've hit something that I'm passionate about as well because I work with kids all the mm-hmm. time and they're that young five six year old age yeah learning how to discipline at work is also kind of a challenge but it's it can be fun and it's definitely can be rewarding because the kids still love you when you bring in that you know guidance to them yeah. they, they even if it's a little bit I don't want to say harsh, but you got to let them know sometimes that what they're doing yeah, you is have not to be okay. Firm. Yeah, firm. I think mm-hmm. firm is the right word that there, yes. for me because yes. you can be firm without being unkind or harsh. So it, it's good for kids to feel uh, that you're being consistent. I think that if you oh, flip flop too much, uh, then that huge. leaves them feeling unsafe because they don't know what to expect. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. It's hard it's harder yes. to hold firm sometimes than it would be to just give right. in. But um, like I said, it's a line because you don't want to go too far and harsh and you don't want to be too, too uh, lenient. Per- yeah. yeah. Lenient. Yeah. So yep. that's what I'm passionate yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's no, really that's great. cool. That was an awesome <laughs> conversation. I thought that was fun. Okay, so Kelly, the third question that we have for you today is kind of our story time question. That's kind of how I like to introduce it. And this is kind of the part of the show where you can tell us really anything. Tell us a story. Tell us something that happened to you this week, last week, when you were a kid. What you got for us? (laughs) It's so open. It was hard for me to think of something. I was like, Josh, do I have any interesting stories for lately? Like, I don't know. We were talking about how like as parents, it's like, you know, everything that's interesting lately is like these funny little things that Isaac does, but it's not, it doesn't translate well in stories. So I don't know. I was, <laughs> <laughs> so I could tell you about my mom, uh, a story about my mom. She was, so she passed away uh, almost three years ago, but she was super creative. She was like an artist and an architect um, oh, by trade awesome. before she had us. Yeah. She came from a family of artists and this isn't really a story. It's just kind of like interesting tidbit about her that I uh, still hold dear about her and her great or her grandfather my great-grandfather was like a fine artist he was actually um, a contemporary of Georgia O'Keeffe like they were peers I guess Um, and he has paintings in um, uh, the Smithsonian and in a lot of Texas museums because he was a Texas landscape artists mostly wow and we have um paintings from him and so that's always been cool to know that that is in our background and his wife was a uh textile artist so she did like if you think of tie-dye except the fine art version of that (laughs) i think it's called batik Um, so growing up what mom homeschooled us and so anytime we learned about art it was sort of through the lens of her family and um she was like super good at drawing she would doodle little things in our like daily schedules and um, that's so cool part of our I remember in hindsight it's weird that this was like one of our assignments but we would spend like 
20 minutes just drawing straight lines <laughs> across a piece of paper, which as a parent in hindsight is genius because that occupies you for 20 minutes. That but it's just so like, like, cause she grew up, she trained as an architect in the time before computers. So it was like a lot of oh, her training shoot, was yeah. that kind of thing was to learn to steady your hand and to, mm-hmm. you know, understand math and area and stuff like that through a lens of art. And so, yeah. anyway, that that's something that I still, I, I'm, it's still really special to me about her that she was so casually good at like drawing and um, writing and drawing straight lines. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's a cool little tidbit about my family, I guess. Yeah, that's awesome. Two things popped into my head is just like drawing straight lines. I feel like that's a thing a lot of artists do. I think Jill, my sister, is an artist as well. And I feel like she did that for a while that seems like to be one of the like basics 101 is like going in and just practicing lines forever yeah I mean it makes sense like you're learning to steady your hands and have that Mm -hmm. control and it's also helpful to be able to draw a straight line so um (laughs) yeah I think I fail at that as evident when I'm underlining things in my bible Uh (laughs) it's really bad Uh, (laughs) Uh, the other thing I was going to say is I, for some reason, had never thought how much harder it would have been as an architect without a computer. It's like you would have had to do everything by hand. I like, know. That's yeah. incredible. Graph paper and rulers <laughs> and yeah. tracing paper. And if you had to redo something or do something over, you just had to like completely start over. And you Crazy. only had one copy. Yeah. Like if you lost it, it was you were mm-hmm. done. Unless you photocopied it, I guess. Right. Well, it was she took a... Um, she she you know she went on maternity leave and was going to stay home with with me uh and then she had two other kids like really quickly and and like my brothers and I are like 30 months apart total so each oh, 15 okay. months apart wow but by the time yeah. she was done with what her maternity leave would have been they had started going to computers <laughs> so oh, she wow. she it was like just this perfectly weird time I think she also enjoyed like wanted to stay home but it was like even if she had wanted mm-hmm. to go back to work it would have been so much more training yeah really different it was just eh? like the weird timing of it mm-hmm. anyway but I love like architect drawings like I have a couple friends who are kind of in the engineering realm and a couple industrial designer type people and their drawings are just so it's so cool you get that like 3d kind of perspective and it's all like it all looks very calculated but it's very fascinating to look at Mm -hmm. so yeah it's a really cool story thanks for sharing that with us yeah yeah it gave me a new perspective on a straight line because like (laughs) you're saying though without computer you know with the computer you just it's just a given you just there's no right thought that goes into it yeah a computer can make a straight line but you'd actually have to get a ruler and it would have to be very steady and mm-hmm. or whatever to do the architect type thing maybe i need to practice drawing some straight lines <laughs> free-handed straight lines i'll spend 20 minutes a day doing that now <laughs> i don't even know if i could do it now to be honest but <laughs> that'd be interesting like yeah. how if you tried it <laughs> And if you ever were, like, with some people, like, sometimes you have to draw on a piece of paper. You just draw this, like, perfectly straight line. They're like, what? Uh. Whoa. (laughs) How'd you do that? Hey, guys, check out this party trick. (laughs) I could draw a straight line. What do you think of that? (laughs) Your Pictionary skill. They're like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) As if anyone would notice. (laughs) Those lines are so straight. (laughs) We didn't guess the word, but they were straight. (laughs) Exactly. 
No idea what it was, but it was a really straight line. <laughs> it was a pretty amazing. Oh. Uh, what a great story. That was really cool. What's something not many people know about you? Um, I was a preacher's kid growing up. Oh. I was my dad was a youth pastor until I was about eleven. And um we moved around a lot because he he would get new offers in different states. And so wow. he would like kind of come to uh, youth groups that weren't, uh, that were sort of struggling, I guess is okay. the way to say it. And he would like revitalize them and then he'd move on once they were <laughs> more robust. Wow. So uh, my childhood was filled with like a ton of teenagers, like always being around our house. We would get TP'd all the time. I remember, oh, my one, word. Time. <laughs> oh, I remember no. one time, probably when I was like four or five, maybe even younger, um, his youth group came and they, they, they would always do like pranks on him. But this time it was like dog themed. They like poured dog food onto the porch and probably did other things. But I, rem I remember being scared because it was at night and they were like, barking and stuff because they oh. were just being silly teenagers oh but i was five i was like what's going on what are the <gasps> noises you still remember it yeah i still remember <laughs> wow it. and i remember i remember every time they did something like that we would be part of cleaning it up so we would be like oh, of course oh. of course we have like pounds and pounds of dog food we got to figure out what to do we're gonna we're all like you know five or six helping our parents uh, did you have a dog no oh so we just oh, had all this dog food like free food i also especially remember when they forked the yard they they just put a bunch of plastic forks into the what yard, i've heard of and that it was a pain to clean up it's so funny yeah, they're just like you, you buy boxes of plastic forks and you literally just go around and just stick the forks in the yeah and it's such a pain to clean all up. over the place <laughs> oh my gosh kids are weird some kids, some kids are weird <laughs> <laughs> apparently youth group kids okay yeah, youth group kids. <laughs> come on kids <laughs> wow well, yeah, that's cool. I didn't know that. So that's yeah, I don't cool. think so I did either. Yeah. Yep. And I've met your dad, so I feel like he has that kind of personality where Oh yeah, he totally they would wanna Yeah. <laughs> yep. He, he's good. he would be good at that stuff. He's very he's uh really engaged with people like immediately. I did not get that yeah. from him. I'm not like a a natural like socializer. <laughs> I'm more like my mom in that way, but he can just pick up a conversation and make connections with anyone. So yeah, he was, he was uh, really good at that for a long time. So I don't think I knew that either. That's, that's a really cool story. Yeah. A fun fact that not many people know about <laughs> you. Fact, you. Yeah, exactly. You fit the, you fit the criteria <laughs> yeah, <check>. really well. <laughs> yes. I also thought the revitalizing part was interesting. I don't know if I've ever heard anyone who does that, like where they go into a church, revitalize the youth group, and then they move to a new church. Like that's yeah, kind of fun. I, I don't know if that was like he was marketing himself that way or anything like that, but I know that I think that was like his what he found exciting about the job was to um, <laughs> to do that. So he would always be accepted, whether that he was specifically why he was hired at these places or that was why he was looking at these jobs I don't know but mm -hmm. <laughs> that was what he that was what he did so yeah that's cool yeah and somehow you ended up in Tennessee yeah or maybe you were moving around just Tennessee <clears throat> no um that's another thing maybe another fun fact uh I was born in Tennessee okay but we moved to Alabama and lived mm -hmm. in 
two different places in Alabama. And then we moved to Mississippi and lived in two different houses there, same town. That was where the dog (laughs) prank happened. (laughs) Um, And then we moved to Florida and we lived in three houses there. Oh, wow. And then we moved back up to Tennessee when I was um, 13, I think. And we've finally stayed put from there. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Wow. That's like what? Is that four different states? Tennessee? Yeah, it's four different states. And each place we would like, we would, yeah, each place we would like stay in a rental for a while until we found a place. And so uh, I think by the time I was 13, I had lived in 14 different houses. Whoa. Wow. (laughs) And then, um, and then since getting married, it's been two. So my total is 16. (laughs) Wow. No, I definitely didn't know that. That's a lot. No. Yeah, so I'm, I, a, I'm like the opposite of that. I'm a pro <laughs> at uh, packing things up. I bet. So <laughs> no, I know who to go to. I know who to go to if I'm like, ah, oh, what do you do? It was just ingrained into me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you probably had it down to like a science too, as you're packing, every, as your household was getting packed up. Everybody I'm knew sure, exactly I mean, what they were doing, and <laughs> yeah, I'm sure my parents knew. Did yeah, they were very efficient. <laughs> So. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. Two facts. Wow. Yeah. Two two for the price of one. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's an overachiever. We already knew that. So. <laughs> we are going to go into the speed round. Okay. I'm ready. <laughs> this is fun. Right. So the, this is the part where we ask you as many questions as we can in a two-minute time period. So... Most of the answers are going to be really quick. Okay. Um, and then we kind of try to read relatively quick, but also listen to the answer. So okay. It's like a <laughs> um, But we are kind of keeping track of how many answers people get just for fun okay. to see who can right. answer the most questions in the two minute time. Okay. Period. Well, like I told you over text, no I'm not great at answers <laughs> off the top of my head. So uh, I'll do my best. I was worried about it when it was my turn to do it, I will say. And it was not, it was not as bad as I thought. Okay. The questions are pretty. Oh, I'm sure it'll be tame. fine. I'm not worried yeah. about it. I'm just warning you. I'm not going to be the one who wins. <laughs> That's what Sampy said. He said he's going to uh, let make us look good by being way worse. Than you, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's for everyone else's sake. Nothing to yeah. do with my own uh, <laughs> faults. <laughs> Slowness. Um, All right, I'm ready. Whenever you are. I will start the timer. Victory, you can ask the first question. And three, two, one. Go. Have you ever shared a toothbrush with someone? Yes. What did you have for dinner last night? Uh, a burrito. What is your favorite podcast? Uh, beautiful stories with anonymous people. Oh. Uh, what is your favorite TV show? Uh, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of TV anymore because I don't have time. But maybe the classic is The Office. Do you have a favorite actor? I it changes from time to time. I can't think of anyone right now. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite Adam music Driver? Artist? I guess I don't know. Music artist. Right now, I've been listening to a lot of Orla Gartland, but I've also been listening to a lot of Moana. So, <laughs> whoever that is. What's your favorite board game? Right now, there's this game called That's Pretty Clever that Josh and I have been playing a lot. But I think all time favorite is Ticket to Ride. Yes. Nice. If you could have any animal for a pet, what would you choose? Oh, uh, raccoon. (laughs) (laughs) I love that answer. Have you ever wanted to walk away from social media? 
Oh, yes. But I, it's too hard. Go ahead. You were a, or you wish you were a professional at, um, 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 dancing. I'm not very good at dancing. Ooh, if you, <laughs> that's a good answer. Yeah, it is. If you could close one fast food restaurant because of bad food, what would you close? Taco Bell. It's <laughs> not real Mexican. <laughs> it doesn't taste good. <laughs> um, if you could have any superpower, what would you choose? Um, healing, super healing. Ooh, would you ever get a tattoo yes would you ever skydive maybe Ooh. what's your least favorite chore uh the dishes actually cleaning the bathroom oh we're right at time <laughs> that was great wait what, what was the last thing you said i missed it i said actually cleaning the bathroom oh okay yeah 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 that's a good answer too yeah. I, dishes though for me is pretty high up there as well so <laughs> yeah i just feel like it's never done it's like never ever ever ends so yeah and laundry how many did we get you did really well actually um you answered 15 questions oh. in two minutes wow i was gonna ask you <laughs> your favorite your pet i need to know <laughs> Why raccoon? <laughs> I don't know. So I, I don't know. Uh, I've always thought they were cute. I know that they probably don't actually make good pets, but uh, Isaac's been really into this raccoon stuffed animal that he has lately. And so we play with it a lot. And I just, that was the first thing that popped into mind. <laughs> and I, I think my brother also sent me like a video of a pet raccoon, like climbing up into a chair and it was just really cute. So that's just, a, it was just on my mind. <laughs> they are really cute, especially the baby ones. Though. I know. They're, they're so yeah. cute. And at work, um, a couple of kids, this was probably last year, I want to say, they told me that they had baby raccoons that they were feeding or something. Uh-huh. They had them as pets, as pets in yeah. their house, I think, for a while. So that was interesting. I'm sure um, that they're probably a lot more trouble than they're worth, uh, oh, but they're I just really guess. cute. <laughs> so, like funny so, looking yeah. and like mischievous. So Yes. <laughs> Raise your garbage every evening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the bandit animal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they are cute though. I agree. That would be a fun pet. All right. Are we ready for our last segment, Victory? Do you want to Ooh. kick us off? Your would you rather question is would you rather lose by one point in ticket to ride <laughs> no matter how hard you tried, or come in last every time you play a game of Jackbox? Oh man. Is it like the ticket to ride every time or just once? <laughs> every time. <laughs> oh. Every time. I would rather <laughs> get last place on Jackbox because it's more fun to pl just play Jackbox even if you lose than it is to play ticket to ride and lose every single time. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're trying hard. It's, it's still fun if you don't win, but if you yes. don't even have a chance, then what's the point? Yes. I, I was going to say, and how would you know this, Kelly? Because you know, because you win every time. Just kidding. Yeah. I think we alluded to this in the intro, but Kelly is amazing at Ticket to Ride. Like, I used to be the one who always won, but now I'm pretty sure you guys both beat me last time we played, and Christy wins every time now. Yeah. Right? Christy is really good at it. Too. Christy's good. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm. Ticket to Ride either goes decently well for me or very, very badly for me. <laughs> cough, cough. <laughs> 15 points. <laughs> yeah. And that was after I got 17 points on another game. So, like, I've, oh, no. I've gotten two terrible games. 
It's okay, Abby. Somebody has to be last. Somebody has to be last, but not as last as I've been. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just waiting for me to have a round where I totally bomb because I make fun of Abby. It's gonna it's bound to happen eventually. You deserve it. Yes, definitely. Well, that's all of our questions that we that have. That was so in our fun. fun. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Yeah, Thank that you was so much awesome. for coming. Yes, it was a great conversation. I feel like I learned a lot. We have cool. similar passions. <laughs> we, ha- you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. And we're so excited to meet your new baby. Yeah, coming soon. Yeah, let's see. He'll he'll still be cooking by the time this comes out. I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. not sure. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometime in April, right? Is that yeah? End of April is okay. is when he's due, so we'll see when he decides okay. to <laughs> make nice. his presence known. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I always I always say this, but fun fact: your oldest son was born on my grandpa's birthday, and my dad's oh. birthday is at the end of April. So it would be very interesting <laughs> to see. <laughs> what's, if what's your dad's birthday? The twenty eighth. I think it's a little too. Yeah, so too Elliot is due on the twenty third. So if he okay, is, yeah, we don't. I mean, want that's that. still within the window. <laughs> okay, uh, but that would be uh, tough for me. Yes, I said. Uh, yeah, I'm not wishing that on you. Don't worry. <laughs> Just forget it. Forget it. His birthday is like the twentieth, I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, friends, the ice has been broken, and Kelly has spoken. Oh, hey, Mia. I was going to say, hi, Mia. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) How'd you get down here? She wanted to be a special guest on our show today. (laughs) Hey, Josh. I don't know where he is. I'm going to. She learned how to open doors while you were. Okay, she just went back upstairs. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) I saw her running down and I was like, I wonder where she's going. (laughs) Barely did. She like leaped down that last little bit of stairs. (laughs) That's funny.